So we read this twice, and I want to read it for you a third time. It's quoting Psalm 8, and I appreciate how St. Paul said, someone has testified somewhere to this. He's like, everyone knew Psalm 8, so he was like kind of drawing their attention to this. What is mankind that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you care so much for him? While a little while lower than the angels, you have crowned him with glory and honor, subjecting all things under his feet. Reminded of the movie The Lion King, where the, the father of Simba, what was his name? Thank you. Mufasa. Mufasa says, Simba, remember who you are. And I think it's important because I think that's part of the problem. So often we forget how tremendously great woman and man have been made. I was struck that um, in the gospel you have the enemy, the devil, is possessing and attacking this person. Why does the devil hate mankind so much? Sometimes if we're like, well, I can't really see how much God loves me. Well, can you see how much the devil hates you? Can you see how much you're tempted? Can you see how attacked we sometimes are in our thoughts about ourselves, the way we criticize ourselves or each other, the way we so easily bully one another? It's, it's interesting that some of the, the tactics of the bully is to make the other person focus only on the mistake he made yesterday and he can't see so much good that he's been doing for years. That's the evil of manipulating and bullying. Like you, you're, you're able to make someone fail to see their greatness. And instead you make them feel awful about themselves and miss their greatness. I think the devil tries the same tactic. When we're filled with the shame for our sins, the terrible things of what you did, we hear in our hearts how, how unworthy we may be of God's grace. And God's message, on the contrary, is don't forget how great you are. And it's echoed twice in today's liturgy. The greatness of man, he's the image and likeness of God. He's not just a creature, like an artist makes a beautiful little gecko, and that's awesome. The, the gecko looks nothing like the artist. But when God made man and woman, there were things about them that were not just a reflection as the creature or the art, artist's design might be of the artist, but the very image and likeness of God. And then when God comes to encounter man and woman, he comes as man. He comes in that humanity. In doing so, he's showing the greatness of that humanity, that even God would take unto himself, assume unto himself the image of man. He made it almost like divinized, really, truly divine in becoming man. How great is mankind? How awesome is mankind? They say the devil is actually terrified of a woman or a man fully alive, fully aware of who they are in God's grace. Many authors, when they kind of describe or, or, or talk about Satan, even the exorcist images of, of Satan, he's actually very weak, presenting himself as very strong and intimidating, but he's very weak, very cowardly, in fact. All he tries to do is, is veil who you and I really are in order to assert some sort of power over us that he doesn't have. What is man that you are so mindful of him, O God, the Son of Man that you care so much for Him, that you have subjected all things. Even Jesus would say to the apostles, even Satan has been subjected under Christ's authority as man. And in Christ, under our authority. It's in Christ's name that Satan is powerless. What is man that you care so much for Him, O God? I was visiting, I was visiting a farm last summer over in St. Martinsville, 
And um, I was struck. I was like, cows, right? These cows, these things weigh like, I don't know, a couple of tons. This thing's huge, massive. Like, I don't know, 20 of you together is the weight of that cow coming at me. And I take one step towards the cow, and he's like, afraid, backs off. Takes two, jumps two, two steps backwards. Because he sees something in me that maybe I don't see. God has made woman and man great, tremendous, the pinnacle of creation. Which means God has made you, insert your name there, great, the pinnacle of his creation. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't let yourself tell yourself otherwise. Well, Father, I kind of failed my math test and I fumbled the ball and I didn't do so well on the dance team. That's nothing compared to the greatness God sees in you. A mistake is a mistake. A bad choice is a bad choice. But you, if you live according to who you are as God calls us to be, they say the glory of God is man and woman fully alive. In other words, fully living out that calling of love and fullness of life that he's put in their hearts. The greatest tragedy and what the enemy tries to do is inverting that and leaving us to sell ourselves short and be nothing when we're called to be so great. What difference can I make? I can only be one person. That's the whole point. What is one person? What is one man that God thinks so much of that person? We simply ask the Holy Spirit to help us in this moment of grace. It is hard for us. We do struggle, and certainly as we grow, the whole mystery of mankind is, is, is our growth is a process. You know, the toddler can't do a whole lot of things. He kind of drools all the time. But if he lives and grows according to who he is, that toddler becomes a person that changes the world. And that's the whole point. We ask the Holy Spirit to help us embrace our calling. And yeah, it takes a little discipline. It takes a little hard work. It takes a little self-denial to push away my laziness, my, the things that are not me, to embrace the things that are fully me. And to use that to tell the person next to me, remember who you are. And don't let anyone make you forget it. Amen? Yeah. Jesus,